This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. All right, welcome back. We got another huge hour. Al, all these great fans that came in today, none of them was named the fan of the year. Hmm. He will be on at 830. I'm not sure how they named that, but Hmm. there's a fan of the year. Yep. And uh, Al, I, I want all the fans to get together and be on their A game for Saturday night. So we'll meet the fan of the year at 8.30 this morning. On the line with us right now is a columnist, Al. You kn- he must have known he was winning my vote when he said, if, if uh, Sirianni does not come up big Saturday night, uh-oh. Uh, one of the best columnists in this town for the Acquire.com, Mr. Mike Sielski. Hi, Mike. Angelo, you in one and done mode or what? Well, I, I, Brett, Mike, I'm packing my bags. You know what I'm saying? And then I read your column and I went, "That's exactly what I believe. It's okay the first year to blow the first playoff game because no one expected you to be there. When you're 14 and three and have a real straight route to the Super Bowl, you better not screw that up. How big a deal is Saturday night in the in the perception in Philadelphia of Nick Sirianni? I think it's a very big deal. I think the manner in which a team makes a run toward a championship matters to fans in this town. I think if you remember back to when the Eagles were making their rise under Andy Reid, <laughs> that first NFC championship game they got to against the Rams, they had beaten the Buccaneers uh, in the playoffs in Andy's second season, then they beat the Bucks and the Bears in his, second, in his third season to get to the championship game. There was a feeling... Okay, the Rams are great, but the Eagles are coming. And then the following year, that loss to Tampa at the vet changed everything because that was a game the Eagles were supposed to win. And once the Eagles or the Phillies or the Flyers or the Sixers lose a series or game, a big series or game, that they're supposed to win, the perception of coaches and players tends to change and people start listening for the ticking clock. No, I don't think you understand. In Rhea's mind, Rhea, close your eyes right now. Who's running on the turf at the vet? Who do you see, Rhea? <laughs> Joe Juravicious. Joe Juravicious <laughs> is still running, Mike. And they <laughs> and they blew up the vet, and he's still <laughs> running. He's on the parking lot now where the vet was, and he's still running. That was it, the defining moment. It, Andy never did it here, Mike. He didn't. Yeah, and it's not just that he didn't do it. It's that he didn't meet people's expectations. I think Philadelphia sports fans and followers feel much better uh, about things, so to speak, when their team is more of an underdog, right? Like, was there ever more anxiety, collective anxiety, in Citizens Bank Park 
than for Game 5 of the 2011 Divisional Series uh, against the Cardinals. Uh, That was not a situation where people felt comfortable because that was a great Phillies team that was supposed to go to the World Series. And when a Philadelphia team is supposed to win a championship or get to the championship round, people around here don't know how to handle that. Well, I'm going to tell you something now that I probably shouldn't say. But I happen to have a lot of private conversations with Ruben Amaro. Okay. Ruben Amaro, to this day, Al, mm-hmm. the biggest disappointment of his career was 11. Yeah. That was a better team than eight, Mike. And we mm-hmm. never, this city never forgets the big disappointment. So I'm going to ask you straight up. If he doesn't get to the Super Bowl this year, Sirianni is in that class, isn't he? I think the bloom comes off the rose, so to speak. I think most people looked at this season and said, you know, wow, we thought the Eagles were going to be good. We didn't think they'd be this good. Yep. Uh, and now that they're about to play, face the Giants, a team that they are better than, and they have Jalen Hurts, and he's not on the injury list, and Lane Johnson is coming back, and C.J. Gardner-Johnson is coming back, this isn't the same sort of situation as 2017-18 when everybody's wearing underdog masks and Nick Foles is your quarterback and it's not Carson Wentz. This is a different dynamic. The Eagles are pretty much at full strength and they're expected to win this game. And if they don't, it will change the perception and the way people look at Nick Sirianni, I think. So let's look at the matchup. The Sirianni coaching staff versus the Dayball coaching staff. Who's got the advantage, Mike? I think Dayball's a really good coach, uh, but I think Sirianni's been really good for the Eagles as well. Um, if you want to give Dayball a slight edge, I, I wouldn't disagree with you, but that doesn't mean that the Giants are a better team. It just means that Dayball's a really good coach, and Sirianni might be half a notch below him. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if you want to say the Giants have the edge, I wouldn't disagree with you. Well, here's the next level of that, the coordinators. That's where my problem comes in. The Giants are 27th against the run, Mike. The Eagles are in the top five. Top five versus bottom five. And and our coordinator with an injured quarterback started the last Giants game with nine straight passes. Is that smart coaching? I don't I didn't have a humongous problem with that. Oh! Uh I got I didn't. I didn't, Angelo. And in fact, uh I wouldn't expect I would be a little bit disappointed. Let me put it this way. Uh, if they started out that way Saturday night. If I were the Eagles and I were Shane Steichen and Nick Sirianni, I would have Jalen Hurts carry the ball on the second or third offensive play of the game. Plant the seed in the Giants' heads right off the bat that Hurts is in there and he's able to do everything we need him to do and you'd better protect you know, RPRs and RPOs and everything that he can do. Um, and even if he can't do that or you don't want him to do that, then you know they've got to guard against it anyway. Uh, but should they run the ball more? Yeah, I suppose you can argue they should run the ball more, but Jalen Hurts is there is the nexus of their whole offense. You want to take advantage of his skill more than anybody else? All right, Mike, I'm gonna tell you something right now. Never mind Jalen Hurts run the ball. Rhea, I want to put you on alert right now. Mm-hmm. I know you're in the luxury box, but we do communicate via text message. <laughs> yes. If one of those suite. first three plays, Mike, yes. is not a handoff to Miles Sanders, not an RPO, a straight run. I will slow. I will go to check myself into a mental institution because I'm going to go freaking nuts, Mike. That is that's how they made the playoffs last year. They were afraid to establish the running game. Mike, well, logic Angela, says run the ball. 
Angelo, Jalen Hurts last year. I'm, I'm not quite sure why you're focused on last year when they were 14 and three this year. No, they ran but... the ball last. They ran the ball last year because Jalen Hurts wasn't nearly as good a quarterback as he is now, and they don't ha- didn't have the weapons that they have now. Um, look, I, I'm all for giving the ball to Miles Sanders, and they should have given him. I can argue you should give him the ball a little bit more often, but just turning around and handing the ball to Miles Sanders. Yes! is not necessarily the way to win that the Eagles' offense ah! at its highest level. We are going to lose it. He's <laughs> averaging five yards a carry, Mike. He's one of the most prolific runners when you give him the ball that we have, and they don't want to give him the ball. Ah! I'm losing it now. <laughs> Mike, I'm losing it now. And the, on the other side of the ball, Mike, the Giants are dinkers and dunkers, Right. That's how they did it against the – so why doesn't my coordinator play a more aggressive approach and move up on the receivers? Isn't that logical? That would be logical in this situation, yeah, uh, given the opponent that they're facing. The Giants don't have great receivers. Uh, I would not be opposed to the idea of Jonathan Gannon pressing coverage on those guys, especially now that Gardner Johnson is back uh, and things are, should be a little more settled in the secondary. Sure, go ahead and do that. Um, yeah, no issue No issue with there, and we'll see what Gannon does. All right, based on your column, Mike, and I don't like, you know me, I hate worst-case scenarios. Mm-hmm. Al, I'm bad with that. Oh, right. Stuff. Yeah. If somehow oh, the Eagles lose this game, Mike, <laughs> will you be writing a highly critical co- uh, column about Sirianni and the coaching staff? It depends on how they lose the game. I mean, if, if Nick makes several bad decisions and Gannon – has the Eagles playing a defense that allows the Giants to go up and down the field? And sure, I would write a critical column about Nick Sirianni and Jonathan Gannon. I've done that in the past. Uh, as Marcus will tell you, that's that's our job. That's what we're supposed to do. Low-hanging fruit, baby. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, Mike, who's going to win Saturday night? I think the Eagles are going to have a relatively easy time of it. I do. All right. You know what, Mike? That's all I needed to hear. Mike Sielski, Mike, great column, great stuff. Love talking to you. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Thanks, Angela. Mike Zielski. Now, I, I, I would be remiss if I didn't point this out. It will come up tomorrow when Keith Jones is with us at the Borgata. Right. Jonesy right now is on a run. Yes, he is. As mm. a predictor. He is. He predicted the Kevin Hayes hat trick last night, correct? He predicted he's going to score a goal and he ended up with three. Did <laughs> he predict the Eagles game Saturday night when he was with us earlier this week? Yes. What did he say? He's. I don't remember. But <laughs> this is great. Al. Al, what did who say? You work with the guy. He made, we did a, a drum roll. We well, made Because I'm with him it. all the time. He says one thing at 9 o'clock and another thing at 10. You he said, easy Eagles win. It'll he be decided that, yes. by halftime. There you go. Now I remember. How do you not? <laughs> you stunned what did me. He say? What did he say four hours later, Al? <laughs> Yeah, when you were having lunch to them, did he say the Giants are going to clean yeah. their clocks? Right, wait, yeah, then during the game, as the game's going on, you should hear what he's saying as he's changing his bet. Right. <laughs> well, he is a better. Dan's on the live from Center City. Hi, Danny. What's up, Morning Show? How are we? Well, how are you feeling? What are you thinking? Angelo, I feel great. I want to know, after all this positive reinforcement, fact-checking, all this stuff, are, do you feel any better? Dan, here's the problem. Is There's two things here. One is, I love this Eagles team. It's one of my favorite teams. I like just about everybody associated with it. So I got that going on. And then they're going to decide my retirement date. Mm -hmm. That makes me nervous no matter what. If they lose, 
Oh, my God. Al, the season is over, and so is my career. Yeah, you got three days or so, right? <laughs> Five. Five days. Yeah, kind of a good news, bad news <laughs> thing. Huh? No, it's not. <laughs> you know, Marcus, I told you why five. Why the hell did we bring you, you really in today? think they're going to have the Why did we bring this troll in today? <laughs> Balance. <laughs> might be the last time you work with him. All right. It might, <laughs> well, my well uh, you know what, Al? Now a silver lining. <laughs> good news, bad news. All right, Dan. Dan, I need, I need to get you in that Novacare box. Here's what I got so far. I'm looking for the biggest contributors to the WIP Morning Show over the past 33 years. I got Ray Vittiger, Tom Brookshire, Marcus Hayes, Mel Reese, Billy King, Kenny from the Dirty 30, Stan the Pool Bar, and Hollis and his mom. Who do you have? My man was my favorite caller, and then you named the wards after him. How about Levi from Overbrook? Oh, that's oh, a great one. And the thing was, Al, he died suddenly, so we never really got to say yeah. goodbye. Yeah, we did an award for him, though. You want to talk about somebody who trolled me. He would call most Friday mornings mm-hmm. really early. In about 6.45, give or take, he would take me to the woodshed week after week. Mm-hmm. And it was charming. I enjoyed it. Oh, it was like I was sadistic. Oh, here comes Levi. I'm going to get it. Boom. And then he got me. Good stuff every time. If they don't run the ball, one of the first three plays. Well, I... Al, I will not be responsible for my response. So what do you think about Sielski's contention that they should expose Jalen early? No, I wouldn't rush that. (laughs) What if he got hurt on that play and then I had 60 minutes of Minshew? Well, not no, only that. no, no. You, you had sixty minutes of Minshew, and then sixty more if you're lucky, and sixty more if you're lucky. Well, uh, here's the thing: just hand Rhea, hand the ball off. <laughs> yeah. Is it complicated? I don't need no fancy RPOs. I don't need just give the ball and let those offensive linemen create holes for for yes. Miles Sanders. Run for the all ball. You, you know, he may just break one. He, what you get him in the open field, he'll outrun you. Well, you're not going to win the game just running the ball. I'm going to win the game basing my my offense around the run. Well, the run gets I'm set up old by the, school. The run gets set up by the pass. I'm going to tell I... you something else. Mm-hmm. Do you know who agrees with me? Who? You'll never hear it, but I know it's true. Who? Nick Sirianni's father. His father is sitting him down having a father-son talk, and he's saying to his son, run the bleeping ball. All right, so you want him to coach? Who, his father? Yeah. Might be an improvement. See where the odds go then. There was a time. There was a time. <laughs> there was yeah. a time. Yeah. Where is it? What levels is that at? It, what level is his dad at? High school, college? Well, his dad was a, a, high, a high school yeah. coach. But, I mean, there was a time last year where we would have yeah. embraced Mr. I Curiosity. embrace it now. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. I mean, they do run. You watch these games this past week. I saw like a wing T one day. Mm-hmm. I don't know oh, who was ran it. With three tight ends. With three tight ends in the backfield. Hold on. I got a new question when we come back. Question of the day. Yeah. I want to know if the fans prefer a run-based approach Saturday night mm-hmm. or a pass pay. Uh, the ball. And I want affirmation from both? the fans. Can we have both no, as a question? No, both no. is not an option. It should uh, be the option. No. Yeah. no. What is your primary, no. primary weapon on Saturday night? Is it the run or the pass? And let's make it pass or fail. <laughs> <laughs> Just get up. Why? They brought in every troll I know today. 215 592 WIP Sports.
right, eight twenty four is the time. In our effort here to make sure we have the home field advantage right. we determined, I have some information here that I would like to share. And I have brought Kenny in, and we have a bunch of fans yep. that are hanging out today, Al. And all of the people in the studio right now will be at the game Saturday yeah, they night. they got tickets. They all got tickets. They're, they, they're dressing well, so they're probably wealthy. Yeah. That's all I can figure out. But anyway, and Kenny is here as their spokesman with Kenny. Here's what I can tell you. Carl Banks, the former Giant, is sponsoring a trip here, and they were able to obtain uh, rows of tickets at the link strictly for Giants fans. Hmm. And I would like to give this information out for booing purposes only. All right? No throwing things out, no (laughs) breaking the law, but verbal abuse. All right? Here's what you need to know. Uh, Ticket option A... For $1,000, Al, they will drive you here in a bus. You will have a uh, tailgate party at Xfinity Live. Right. And then you will get seats in the lower level, section 124, rows 33 and 34. Ava, stay here. I need you to boo. All right. So that, uh, so Kenny, section, write this down. Section 124, rows 33 and 34, those are all going to be Giants fans with Carl Banks. That's visitor sideline. All right. Um, south end zone, um, right in the, co- in the corner there. All right. Now, the that's people. Where they come out, right? That's where to come out. The yeah, people yeah. that have less money for mm-hmm. eight, this is $800 oh. now, they got upper level, section 236. Rows four and five. Those are going to be all giant fans in those sections. All right. In those rows, in those sections. Is anybody got tickets in 124 or 236? I would like you to call. I want to talk to you about your comportment at the game. Hmm. All right. But anyway, Kenny, uh, when you see these giant fans, will you give them the Philadelphia welcome they expect? Well, first off, make sure everybody in those sections eats lots of chili. Ew. All right, Kenny, focus. Focus. <laughs> it's not about gas. It's about speaking. Loud. All right, people, on. you're all going to be at this game. You ready? All right. Oh, my God, look over there. It's a Giants fan. Boo! You suck! Boo! Eat this, you loser! Screw you! Thank you. Hmm. Claw-handed no, one, one more chant. One more chant. In all the right. third quarter, as they're leaving, all right. we all start going, beat the traffic. Beat the traffic. Beat the traffic. Yeah. Now, here's where I was afraid of this, Al. The, get, the show is starting to get a little too intense because of the importance of the game. Mm-hmm. So, again, a humor break. I turn back to Philly's manager, Rob Thompson. He was uh, yesterday during news conference getting ready for the next season. Yep. Uh, he was uh, discussing the fact that he has been voted the second most handsome manager, manager baseball. in baseball. There's a lot of managers there, Al. Yep. Some young, Including some Gabe. not so long. Yep. And um, he reacted with a very hilarious remark. Here is Rob Thompson. I told my wife, I said, I came out and I said, hey, listen, Michelle, <laughs> you know how lucky you are. I'm the second most handsome guy in baseball, manager. And she was cooking dinner, and she didn't miss a beat. She turned around, and she said, so everybody else must have been tied for first. <laughs> See how that lowest there? There you go. Because even Marcus, I noticed, was getting a little too intense. So so if you're Gabe Kapler, 
<laughs> with the perfect he body. He was 12th. He, he was, was 12. 12. And, but he was like second two or three years ago in a different poll. Yeah. Number one. Number two, I mean, it was apparently like some sort of like computer generated. Yes. Like we all did it. The- My head got very bad scores. Mm. No comment. <laughs> Um, other people got better. Well, I got, you know, so who won? Give me a break. You're I in, got the hey, lowest score. Who when won? your phone opens on face recognition, when you sit on it, you got issues. <laughs> who won? Wait a minute. Are you telling me that they took a picture of my rear end? <laughs> Al, Al, my rear end is actually better than my face. Ask and answer it. No, Rhea, <laughs> Rhea, you've seen both, right? No. <laughs> well, I'm walking out of a room. <laughs> No, I yeah. am not lying now. Yeah. No you, one, don't no even one am, has seen your ass. You wear no. the baggiest jeans no. ever. It's it's uh, they're baggy because underneath they're very tiny and nice. Mm. <laughs> We're talking about the back. <laughs> anyway. This went off the rails. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Al Morgan, he just told a penis joke. And there's no place for that on this show, It was Al. just a little joke. <laughs> I am, Al, I am ready to show you people both sides and you decide. Al, if they had licenses and they gave you the option of your head or your ass, I would show my ass. Well, you've been doing you it for even... 30 years. <laughs> he no. just lobs them in there, doesn't he? That's yeah, all. Yeah, I lob them and oh he God. swats them. Yeah, yeah. On the line, ladies and gentlemen, speaking of fans, is the man who is voted the fan of the year for hmm. the Eagles, Matt Auerbach, and he's here. Hi, Matt. Hey, Angela, how you doing? Matt, how did you win this? All these great fans, and you're number one this year. How'd you do it? I got no idea, man. I've got no idea. <laughs> no, no, this was this was a, a contest. Honestly, this is the, the third year they've ever done this, um, which I didn't even realize this existed. Um, so uh, so the, I'm a, I've been a season ticket holder since uh, 2003, since the Eagles moved to the link. Good. And uh, get, I get emails from them. I got an email. Uh, asking for uh, people to apply to be on their fan advisory board. So I, I applied to the fan advisory board and uh, didn't get it, unfortunately. Okay. Um, but then uh, they took my application, got in touch with my wife and the, uh, uh, the secretary where I work, and, um, and, and they, behind the scenes, you know, put forward an application for the fan of the year. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a school principal. So, uh, oh, how cool nice. is that? Yeah. So, so the school knows that their principal is the fan of the year? Uh, yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, All right, definitely. i got to know this. So, Matt, what are you guys doing? Are they going to be like a pep rally at your school? What's going to happen before the Eagles game? <laughs> well, every, so every Friday uh, before the game, we do a big Eagles chant. I uh, get my, you know, a friend of mine, our custodian, Big Mike, on, in the room. Um, you know, we get the whole school. We do a, a live Zoom meeting every single morning for the morning announcements, and we just get the entire school to 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 do, you know, the E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles, uh, just creating a lot of spirit, uh, you know, just to create that connection and bond and uh, community here at the school. I, I, you know, when, when they go to the Super Bowl, we're going to have to do something really special. Uh, but, yeah, up until that point, we're just going to keep rocking with the, the morning uh, announcements and doing that Eagles chant. What's the name of the school? It's Mount Pleasant Elementary School. It's in Wilmington, Delaware. Oh, how cool. Matt, I, I, I just wanted to make sure that parents are handing down they love of the Eagles from generation to generation. Are these yeah. little kids big Eagle fans? Yeah, that's and that's been a big part of my story too. My my dad was uh, he he passed away literally two months after the Eagles won the Super Bowl, um, and you know he took me to the games for years and 
and I have a son who's 10 who plays flag football, and yeah, it's been a part of my story is this, this legacy of you know, passing down the love of the Eagles. And I'll say this, one of the things that made me proudest this year is I had a parent who came to me, two Giants fans, the parents were, and the parent came to me and was like, look, I, I got a bone to pick with you. You've converted my daughter to an Eagles fan. Oh, <laughs> thanks, oh. thanks to your chance and Eagles spirit and everything. No, Matt, that makes you fan of the uh, – converting <laughs> is hard. Most yeah. people don't give in to that. Yeah. Now, do you have kids? I do. You have a son and a daughter. Yeah, a 13-year-old daughter and a 10-year-old son. Are they big Eagle fans? Oh, yeah. I mean, well, my daughter, not so much. She, I, I would take her to the games, but my son is a huge Eagles fan. I, t- I t- took him to Washington uh, to the away game. Uh, I take him to about four home games so far. He went in the tunnel with me uh, at the, the New Orleans game. I mean, he's just a huge fan, uh, just loves the Eagles. He probably knows more about you know, the statistics than I do, even. It's just All right, it's but awesome. Were, were your parents, was your dad, or is your dad a big Eagles fan? Well, he passed away. Yeah. Um, you know, oh, that's two, right. You said that right yeah. after the Super Bowl. He yeah. must have been a huge fan, though, right? Huge, Matt? huge. I mean, he was a season ticket holder at that stadium. Um, you know, I grew up watching the Eagles with my older brother. Uh, just an enormous fan, and you know, he would. I mean, he went to the Super Bowl. He took me to the Super Bowl in Jacksonville. Um, just a huge Eagles fan, and just passed oh. that love on to me. And yeah, that's that's just been. Well, just one, you know, one way that I try to create positive spirit, you know, here at the school. Um, but yeah, it's it's great. I mean, I I just I'm a, I've, I've been a huge Eagles fan, and you know, for them to sort of recognize me, I don't I don't know. I know there are many more, many, many deserving people, you know, out there, and a lot of the dirty thirty that I hear about. And I, I actually want to enter in the contest if, if you're still taking entries for the biggest contributor uh, over the last thirty. Oh years. yes, yes, you could certainly. Well, are you going to the game, Matt? Which game? The Super Bowl? No, 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 this no, game. No, the game of Saturday. Course. Which game? You're the oh, you're Eagle going. fan of the year. You want, he wants to you're be in the Nobacare suite, but You'd you got rather be in the suite. All right, give <laughs> me a top contributor, Matt. Eagles Shirley. Eagles Shirley. How, how did we I, I wait this long? Name, what's that? Yeah, she's spectacular. How, she's how has she not been named yet? I was afraid somebody oh. would mention her because she nope. embodies the spirit, the energy, the knowledge, the just the love and passion for the Eagles all right, like Matt. no other. I mean, it's it, to me, it's hands down. Matt, last Eagles thing, yeah. you are the fan of the year. You represent the Eagles. Yeah, I need you to lead us right now oh. in an eagle cheer. Just a <laughs> cheer. I need it now, Matt. Ready? Yep. E A G L E S Eagles. That's a fine cheer, Matt. <laughs> congratulations. Stay alive, Eagles. Shirley, how do you leave her out? Here's where we are on the list. I'm going to just remove Didiger and Brookshire because oh. Didiger's still here, and Brookshire was not a contributor. He was the, the man. Show. He was the he show. He hired us. So here's what we got. Marcus Hayes, Merrill Reese, Billy King, Kenny from the Dirty 30, Stan the Poobah, Hollis Thomas and his mom, I believe her name was... Dor- uh, Caroline. Uh, Caroline. 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 Caroline, right. Uh, Levi from Overbrook and Eagle Shirley. None of the major guests that we bring on to provide insight, Al, have been named yet. Mm. And other than Marcus, no other co-hosts have been named. Hello to one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Lots of your calls when we return. WIP Sports Time.
right, now we are back at 841, and mm. we are about to change the question oh, so I get what? the affirmation I require before right. the big game. No Ava Graham, final read, first question. All right, it's brought to you by Armin Chevrolet. Looking to buy or lease a new Silverado? Armin Chevy is your Silverado truck headquarters. Find your roads at ArminChevy.com. Which playoff team has the advantage in coaching on Saturday night? 75% Eagles. All right, scrap that one. Right, That's not even the, that interesting. Hit me with the new one. Here's the new one. Which aspect of the offense should the Eagles favor on Saturday night? Run. Pass. Mm-hmm. I elect run. Al Morganti. Pass. Oh, no. What? Have I been speaking in vain all morning? Have you not listened one bit? That's why he said it. <laughs> well, I mean, Rhea. now you want to win the want to win the. Oh God, Al, Rhea. I refuse to answer on the grounds that may incriminate me. I'm going to pass the question off to Marcus. Yeah, I, I would definitely run the ball. Like I would, I would okay. run until they make me stop. <laughs> All right, I will Come count on. that. I'm sorry, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an analytics guy. He's an I analytics believe, guy. I believe in passing the ball, but right. when your quarterback's hurt and you know. And the the run defense is horrible. You've Thank got a you. great offensive line. Thank you. And a very, very you got a Pro Bowl caliber running back. It, it, it's not rocket science. And that counts as two votes because Rhea deferred to you. Oh, so you got I, I that one. I and got her my, proxy. No, that's, that's awesome. Three no, to, neither of you were paying one. attention. I said I'll pass the question no, to you. I don't care. I take that <laughs> as it's up to Marcus, and he said run three to one. Marcus Ava. says it. It makes so much more sense. Ava. <laughs> run the ball. Run the ball. Thank you. That's the that's all it takes, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, I will get at least seventy five percent there, and we will immediately rush the results to the rush. Eagles. I get it. So that Sean, ah. uh, that they can uh, Steichen can hear that and realize what the right thing yeah. to do is. Tom's out of line for Wilmington. Hi, Tommy. Hey guys, how are you? I'm great, Tom. What's on your mind today, pal? Well, I have uh, a guest for your contest, but I also want to talk a little bit about the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well. The way I see it, you have to run the ball. You have to take the pressure off Jalen Hurts in this one, especially if he's not 100%. Load up on the run yeah. and get a lead. Why don't we milk, why don't we milk uh, a 10-minute drive and make the Giants go back on their heels? Why they did that in the first game. They did, yeah. they did it they in the first game. They did that in the first game. All right, Tom, I just want to know, do you think they will do that? Tom? Yes. Yes. They will run the ball. They will favor the run over the pass after not doing it one game the whole year. I believe they will. Are you drinking right now? I wish. Are you calling us <laughs> from an opium den? That's no. Is that legal now? Nobody knows, marijuana? remembers what an opium den is. Are you mainlining mm-hmm. smack? Oh. <laughs> No. I'm, I'm not uh, even at the paint shop. <laughs> Mainlining smack. Wow. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. It just what are you, like, like a 1980s cop? <laughs> 74. 1974. Tommy, give me, I right, Tom, give me a main contributor to our show over these years. I'm going to say Tony Bruno. Tony. Oh. No, Tony that was, was a, a main host. host. Yeah. I need someone else. Tony is a main guy. He's never a contributor. He's a big star. You're right about that. Give me another one. Arson Arnie. 
Oh, yeah. Excellent. You yeah. know, I'm going to tell you something. That could get you in the NovaCare box. No, I yeah. will tell you, you're in the top five for Ooh. sure. Tom, I'm going to put you on hold because the next okay. caller, <laughs> no. you won't believe this, no. is Austin Arnie. I, I, I love that guy. He's yeah. my main man. No, honey. I'm already putting him in the top five because you are, in my estimation, the greatest caller in the history of sports radio. Well, well, All stations. I'm I, I'm the longest caller. I, 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 that, that's that's no doubt. Did you know. you, right from the beginning, Arnie, you were calling. Angel, I used to call you in the beginning, but it was just Arnie from South Philly. Oh, you know, right? really? You were and a I cab would, driver, right? Yes, and I would never, yeah, I would never say like, "Oh, give me a nickname, call." And then he call all the time. I just would call as Arnie, and then 29 years ago, yeah. I, I I won ten thousand dollars. Yeah, let me tell you that it's a lot today. It was a lot more back then. Tell them what and you did. How'd you win that? You, I, I shaved my head. I poured my hair in a bucket with Louisiana Tabasco sauce. Yep. I then dipped sixty-one live goldfish in that sauce and ate them. And I thought I thought I wasn't going to win. I was a little nervous about the girl with the bikini. And yeah. The so I decided I'm going to ad lib a little bit, and I announced I'm going to drink the hair of the dog that bit me. I, yeah. I I put poured a glass of live fish, Tabasco sauce, and my hair. And here's what I remember from that: Larry Christensen was a judge, yeah. And he walked up to my cup, and he's he's got hands. He, I, I'm I'm telling you, this guy's related to Sasquatch. His hands were humongous. He stuck his finger in my drink, pulled some crap out, and said, "If you drink that, I'm voting for you." Ah. And that. I just I thought I got to win over one more one more person, so I drank it, and that's the first time I ever like they gave me. I think it was Glenn Macdonald. He gave me the microphone, and I milked, milked the crowd. I, I won them over, and Bing Bang Boom, ten thousand dollars oh. is in my pocket. About two months later, Arnie, I'm so glad you brought this up because there's uh, more to this story. Yeah, uh, oh, I know, it was yeah. the the what will you do for ten thousand dollars was sponsored by a beer company. Right. Yeah, and they yeah. sent a representative oh, to be one of the judges. What a mistake he So made. Arnie is doing that. There's another guy who licked his car. To He, he, he washed his car with he his tongue. He washed his car with his tongue. How did we right? get away with this? Right? And, yeah, we could not do any of this <laughs> now. And the guy that was a judge, so this girl comes out. She's gorgeous. And she said, I'm going to dip myself in a vat of chocolate. Right? So she dips herself in the vat. Arnie, I don't know if you saw this part. Oh. And then she said, okay, now I need the men in the audience to lick it she off. Said, uh. Any, anybody who wants to lick the chocolate off, get yeah. along. And the guy from the beer company who was a judge, it was unbelievable. <laughs> leaped over the table, yeah. Arnie, yeah. and started licking the girl. My, my, yeah. wife was, my wife was killing you for even doing this. No, yeah. now we got to disqualify the judge. Disqualify the sponsor of the <laughs> contest because yeah. you and, can't vote after you've licked the contestant. And, and then Unless the first one well, you, know you know how it came, Marsha and Arnie Inch? Yeah. A, a month or two later. Yeah. It was like wing bowl two or three. Yeah. And you let me in because I ate some scotch bonnet peppers. That's right. Those are the hottest peppers it's in like, history. Was, I, I, I'm telling you, I could have given the space shuttle a jump start. It was like <laughs> death. It was like death. <laughs> All right, Arnie. Oh, Arnie, what are you feeling for Saturday night? What's going to gonna happen? Like, yep. Angel, the truth is there is a less than 0% chance that, they, that the Giants... 
are going to win this game. It just ain't going to happen. We're going to have a 30 spot by halftime. Oh. We are, and you know what? what? I hope the national announcers keep saying, oh, they ain't good, they ain't good, they ain't good to nothing. Well, uh, Arnie, uh, the, you want to get approval with an amazing uh, uh, caller you are, and I... I am already put you in the hat because you are the most sensational caller we have ever had in the history Angel, of the show. Let me tell You're you the something. Best. Yep. It, it has been an absolute pleasure to be able to... I, I, I tell people, people ask me, are you really friends with him? I say, dude, I really took his kid, kid to events. He did. I, I don't know how this happened, dude. I don't know. I, I just, I'm myself, and uh, you guys like it. You know, I, I'm witty, I'm quick witty. You know, I'm all that good stuff you guys like without without dropping F-bombs all the time. Right. Well, it comes close. It comes close. Uh, honestly, you are a, a character that no one could create. You're spectacular. Arnie, thank you as always, thank my you, friend. my brother. I'll talk to you. Yep, that's the great Austin Arnie. Now, Al, listen, Kenny has helped me behind the scenes here. Again, the Giants will be in sections 124 and 236. All their fans are coming with callbacks. Right. We have obtained a woman who was a very big part of our 10 shows many years mm-hmm. ago, Lisa the Cookie Girl. Oh, yeah. All right. And oh, apparently, I remember her. You remember Lisa? Yeah. Hi, Lisa. How are you? Hi, Ange. How are you? Lisa, are you I'm... going to the game Saturday night? Of course I'm going to the game on Saturday night. I haven't missed a game in, like, 20 years. Where will you be sitting? I sit in Section 124. Ah! How far from rows 33 and 34 will you be, Lisa? Well, I sit in row 14. That's close. But we can always turn around and, you know, we can heckle them. We can yell at them. We can... Maybe give them the finger a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And, I would assume and, that, yes. And Angelo, you know that I have a lot of experience yelling at Giants fans as I am married to a Giant fan. Yes, I remember. You're still married to that loser. I'm still yeah, married to him. I can't get over that. All right, but that, so he will not be there, though, right, Lise? No, he will not be there. All right, Lisa, listen to me. You yes. got to get that section to harass them within the parameters of the law, Al. Not beyond the law. Uh, no, well, no, no, uh, no. Well, yeah, we no. can maybe you know, you gotta, go over a little no, bit. No throwing. N- just use what we know best, which is witty repartee <laughs> with losers. Can you promise me you will do that, Lisa? I will promise you that I will treat them the way I treat my husband when the Eagles play the Giants. <laughs> right, I just... will be... To remind you, to remind you, Lisa, can we all get together here and boo, Joe? Can you get me a boo, too? We want a big boo here for when you see these loser Giant fans coming into the stadium. And here we go. Everybody together, even if you're in your cars, boo! Boo! You suck! You suck! Beautiful. Lisa, thank you. Great to hear from you. Thanks, Angelo. And I just want to tell you that I have been listening to you for 30 years, and I'm going to miss you so much. And I wish you all the best on your retirement. And good luck to the new morning crew, to you, Rhea, too. Thank you. And, yeah, you're just all the right, best, Lisa, Angelo. We love you so Lisa, much. Lisa, if you really feel that strongly about the time we've shared together, <laughs> do not sleep with your husband. For the next three days. Deny him your affections.
That is the <laughs> last, my last request. Deny him your affection. You don't want to sleep with a Giants fan this week anyway. No. You with no, me? No, I, I do not. I will, I, will, um, I will set him to the basement for you. There you have it, Al. There'll be no nookie for Lisa's husband. <laughs> Love it, Lisa. Thank you. See so, that, Al? So she seeds of disharmony. <laughs> no, I, 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 come on. If you know a Giants fan, you are not about to engage in affection this week. Come mm. on. In oh. fact, I would even make it a blanket statement about Cowboy fans. At no time should they ever be near an Eagles fan. No. Do the math. Dennis is out of line next from Outlaw. Hi, Dennis. <laughs> Radio man, how you doing today? I'm getting psyched. I'm nervous about Saturday night, Dennis. What about you? It's going to be over by halftime. We're going to kick their butt. Here's my two wishes. The Eagles are going to beat the Giants and shut up that naughty Adrian from for Giant fan. Yeah. The Cowgirls are going to beat the 49ers. Oh. We're going to beat the Cowgirls. And then we set up Lamont. So we set up Adrian and Lamont in two weekends. I'm going to be honest. If the Eagles beat the Cowboys, Al, I might just not retire. I might just kill myself. That would be the peak. Would uh, that not be the peak? No. Is, is you the... want to stay alive. <laughs> really? Because if that happens, yeah. you're going to have Daniel Jones in this conference for like three or four more years because he's already made that money. They're going to yeah. extend him now. Okay. And you're going to have Mike McCarthy in the conference probably for uh, five more years. Because if he gets to the NFC championship game, he's probably going to get a contract extension. Oh, good. So All the right. Eagles are going to own the co- – and the commanders are the commanders. Well, they're going to be owned by Josh co- Harris. So. I, I got to be honest. I wasn't <laughs> here. Dennis, I wasn't here for the uh, championship game, NFC Championship Eagles and uh, Cowboys at uh, the Vet. But I am told that is the loudest any football crowd has ever been in the history of this city. Angel, that was an incredible game. It was incredibly cold that day, too. Yep. You know what? I got to get Dick Vermeil talking about it tomorrow because I heard when Wilbur broke into the free and ran for the touchdown, Mm -hmm. that is the epic moment in Eagles history. And I would love to see something like that again a week from now if the Eagles can get by the Giants. Dennis, who's a great contributor? First, I got a word for Marcus Hayes because he knows I'm a wordsmith. All right. I want the Eagles fans to be obstreperous Saturday night. Uh, obstreperous? No idea. I, I, no. Can deliver babies. I get the gist, but I got no idea. He cut it's some classes noisy, at Syracuse. Loud, loud, noisy, difficult to control. Thank you. All right, Dennis, give me a contributor. I've got one. I'm surprised he hasn't been named yet. He doesn't call often, but when he does, he's insightful. Jaws, Ron Jaworski. Ron Jaworski is a great one, and he he really bridges a couple of and different he's, generations. he's continuing on. He'll he be uh, he's you know because he's on with Joe and uh, John all, right. all the time. He will be continuing on with the morning well, show. Then he's not eligible. Here. Oh, I'm sorry. Two one five. No, if Jaws is part of the show that's continuing, yeah. he's <laughs> not eligible. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety. One more hour. Get him in. These are for Novakir luxury box tickets to the big game. When we return, we got Gary Miles. I see my friend Steven Singer out there, and he brought his dog with him. Hey, that dog comes out. Always. That dog always. is gorgeous. But he's always with him. 215 